This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, agitators. Until recently, liberty prevailed in America even though it was defeated in most of the world by egalitarianism, which is authoritarian enforced equality, particularly as manifested in the mid-20th century communist states. During Marx's time, though we thought it was inevitable, egalitarianism did not sweep the political landscape. Marx thought that the reason was that people were insufficiently woke, so he encouraged class warfare between oppressors versus victims and those who thought to save themselves by becoming allies of the victims. This strategy was successful to incite the Russian Revolution. The poor peasants, the so-called proletariat, against the middle-class peasants, the kulaks. Because of the classless nature of liberty, Previous attempts at dividing Americans with this tactic hadn't reached the 51% threshold needed in a democratic nation to overturn the status quo. So agitators switched from class to race and took the tactic one step further, exacerbating the pressure by utilizing one of Saul Alinsky's most notorious rules for radicals. Rub raw the resentments of the people of the community fan the latent hostilities to the point of overt expression, stir up dissatisfaction and discontent, and provide a channel into which people can angrily pour their frustrations to the point of conflict. Combined with a, if you're not with us, you're against us attitude. Also, Elites likewise see social contentment as an impediment to their power. So the agitators are supported by both ends of the political spectrum, leaving the middle class, typically consisting of conservative white men, as the kulaks. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.